You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's not another Buffalo podcast. Hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John, Pat, and Brando. On Buffalo Rumblings. All right, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Brando here on a Wednesday evening, doing some Brando's bets, making some game picks as a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. You can find us on all platforms at Not Buff Podcast. Brando, are the uh, are the vibes as high as they were on Monday evening when we last talked? Or are have you? I don't want to say come back to reality. But is it is it still just as exciting this week? Bills are in the playoffs. They're the two seed. Listen, if I was on Mars on Monday, then I'm on Jupiter today. Let me tell you, I feel so much better every day as this game gets closer to us leading up to Sunday. The thing that brought me back, I saw wind chills could be pushing single digits to zero as the afternoon goes on. And we're looking between, you know, 30 and 50 mile an hour winds. So that is a little concerning to me again, always because it makes the game more equal. If you have a good quarterback, you don't want the wind. Steelers don't have a good quarterback. We do have a good quarterback, but we drafted a guy that can throw in the wind as the pundits said on media day during Josh Allen's draft. So that brought me back a little bit. And again, because I have to work it, I don't like the rain. If it's going to be cold, just make it snow. Give me some blowing snow and I can layer up. It'll be fine. But I feel pretty good about it. I'm excited. I'm excited for the stadium. I'm excited for the fans. How about you? I'm pumped. I've come down a little bit back to earth, but then I got pumped up again last night because I watched the hard knocks episode. I don't know if you've seen it. I did anyone, if any of you guys have HBO, I just opened it up and I fast forwarded to the part where the game started okay. because that's what I wanted to see. And it's interesting. Cause you know, it kind of gets toned down from the Dol- It's a dolphins perspective thing. So, right. Like the biggest moments of the game are negative things. So mm-hmm. like the music reflects that, and, but I'm sitting there cheering, you know, like the anti-villain or whatever there. So it's, it's an interesting watch. You get some interesting angles of things. You get some mic'd up moments that kind of shed some light on some things. Jerome Baker's injury was something that I didn't understand. Like, I don't know. I still don't know which play he actually heard it on because it seems like he heard it and then heard it again. And, you know, part of it might've been on the Josh Allen run, but he had heard it before that. And so anyway, it's really interesting because Jerome Baker's mom is actually uh, someone who's mic'd up in the stands for this game for the Hard Knocks episode too. So you kind of see it through that perspective as well, which is really interesting. And it kind of makes you feel for the guy, honestly. I felt for the guy. He's just coming back from an injury. He just gets re-injured with his hand. Did you hear what they said about him during the game? They said, well, we didn't want him to play today, but we also didn't want his first action to be playoff game action. So we wanted him to get his feet wet today, play some snaps, and then boom, just gets hurt again. That sucks. That really sucks. If it was a Bills player, any Bills player, we would be pissed. It's not ideal, especially when they have to go into Kansas City. But that's cool that HBO has the wherewithal to mic up family members in the crowd. That's a cool perspective. Yeah. 
I wonder if they mark up, mic up a bunch of people and then decide who the perspective fits the yeah. best, or if they were just like, okay, you know, Drum Baker's coming back. His family is going to have the most interesting reactions yeah. and stuff like that. His mother. And so what a quick turnaround. If they're they, working over there at HBO. I was literally just going to say that, that it's crazy. Like less than 48 hours after that game finishes. And I get it. Like you, you have most of the episode is before the actual game, but it takes a long time to edit stuff. Like, believe me, I spend a lot of my day editing things. It is in time intensive. And especially when you're working with a bigger team, I'm sure that makes things complicated. So uh, that that's pretty dang cool. You look at, I mean, think about movies, where you have your shooting and then the next year is editing for that, you know, two hour movie and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. to throw something together like this and have it be such high quality is, uh, is really cool. So I don't want to keep going on about that too much, but uh, I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch yeah, it. It's, yeah. a, it's a good watch. Um, anything in the Steelers matchup concern you besides the weather, the injuries, uh, Rasul Douglas specifically and Gabe Davis, I think Sherfield, I said it a little while ago maybe a few months ago (laughs) that they would be Sherfield and Hardy would be sneaky good for us. And the, the bills just wanted to wait till the end of the season for me to be right, which is fine. uh, As long as it gets there, but Davis went off against the Steelers last time. And that would be really cool to see. I don't know how much he would even be involved in the game with the win, the way it is, but the blocking Sherfield's a dog on the outside blocking as well. So we would be in good hands, the size factor is a big deal. I think Gabe Davis is, is, you know, he's pretty meaty out there. So we know he's a weight room guy. Sherfield just, you can't compete if you're five eleven with a six, three guy, you know, it, it is what it is, but the injuries Douglas on George Pickens would be a cool matchup to watch. But when you look at all of the matchups, Bills Steelers, do, do they have the edge in any of them except D line, which they won't because TJ Watts out. So the more I get into it, it's interesting. I think the real matchup, John and, I'm working on a little piece on this is the battle of the offensive coordinators, both interim guys, both rookie offensive coordinators in the playoffs. But I was listening to some of WGR and some player comments. I think it was Mitch Morris was talking about how, you know, it might change how you call a game a little bit. Maybe the bills are already super run heavy in this stretch that they've had winning games. Yeah. Compared to how they usually are, right? Not traditionally run heavy, but yes. So maybe they just double down and you see more James Cook. I think you were going to see a lot of James Cook anyways in this game, even with the weather, the way it is. So that's the, that's the interesting one. And you know, the Mike Tomlin, the Steelers punt, maybe the fifth or sixth most in the NFL. So these, this field position game are the field goals going to be a difference. Is Tyler Bass going to have a good playoff game? He has had them before. So these things are, are going to be worth watching. So I don't know how much of it is going to make a difference with the weather, but Rasul Douglas got to have them got to have them for this. Yeah, this is definitely, it's not a cakewalk. If this were in a dome, we'd be talking about stats and how many yards can Josh throw for, but this is, this is outside. This is, this game is strictly survive in advance. If they win by two, I'll be happy because it means they get to the next round. So interesting because last year they had a, what some would call a cakewalk matchup with Skylar Thompson and the dolphins because Tua was out. That game came down to a game winning field goal and then they got trounced the next week. So I don't know how much their performance this week will indicate their performance the next week, but yeah, we haven't seen them have a dominant wildcard round since the Patriots game, which was, I guess that was two years ago and more recent than the Colts game where that was also a close matchup, but it's playoff football. And sometimes, you know, I can only hope that it's not going to come down to the, you know, for our sanity, the last two minutes, that's all I can really hope for in this game. I I just want to hope that they're up 
get a couple of touchdowns early. And that's really all you're going to need against the Steelers team. I don't think you should be worried about Mason Rudolph. Like if you get them into must pass situations, I think that's the key, right? Yeah. And I, I know that's the key to every game, yeah. especially when you're talking about amateur quarterbacks, but especially in the wind, some of those throws that they get to George Pickens that would really burn you even with tight coverage. I, I think the wind makes that a little bit harder for sure to yeah. be able to uh, pinpoint some of those throws. So the thing is going to be the short passing game. We saw it on the second half of the Miami game where Josh said he was dealing better than he has all season. These short routes, right? Maybe six, seven, eight yards up the field. They're not going to move the ball with the wind that much or the wind's not going to move right. the ball that much on those sort of plays. Not and Josh's ball. <laughs> no, and, that's for sure. And they've been, you know, his what yards per completion, like the depth of target has been down this year because of this sort of ticky tacky moved on the field little bits at a time because of the way that the shell defenses, the bills have been playing. So I think I'm not too worried about it. I really hope it's a party that last game when we played them and we got up on them so quick. I think it was like 17 to three in the first quarter. And Davis has those touchdowns so early on. I would love that a a playoff atmosphere. Give me something like the New England game. Even the Colts game, we got up on them. That game was really never in doubt until the final drive with Phillip Rivers having the ball. But Give these fans something, man. We, We earned this home game. Anybody who's out here in that cold weather, go get it. Buffalo, run these guys out of the building. Make whoever is coming next week scared. Put something good on film. I like it. Well, let's talk about these other matchups to figure out who is going to be coming to Buffalo next week if they win. So uh, we'll do our game picks. We got a perfect six games to pick this week. This is the last week that we'll have six full picks. So enjoy it while it lasts because next week is the divisional round and we'll only have four games to pick from. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you guys all know the matchups, but uh, let, let's get into it here. Let's start with the Saturday games. Miami at Kansas City is the first game that we'll see, which is interesting. So also, if Kansas City wins, they will have a day rest advantage over the Bills, which is maybe not too much of note, but interesting to say the least. So Kansas city is favored by three and a half at home. Are you looking at the weather for Kansas city? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm seeing you looking at your screen right yeah. now. That's what I'm assuming. I, you're looking at. I'm looking at Tua Tagovailoa's stats in weather under 45 degrees. And I like Tua, but he is 0 and four with a 55% completion percentage, four touchdowns, five picks, 71.8 passer rating, which is unfortunate. I would love to see, I'd love to see the Dolphins knock the Chiefs off, but I don't think it's going to happen. Give me the Chiefs in this game. I, I have to, you know, start picking different than you at some point, but I really got to, I got to stick with Kansas City on this one too. I think this is their kind of game. Yeah. And uh, I think it's most likely Kansas City heading to Buffalo next week and it'll be fun to have them in our house for the playoffs. Yes. A little bit scary because it's Mahomes and Kelsey and you know what they can do despite how they've looked lately. But again, I think I think the key for Miami is not going to be Tyreek Hill in this game. Unfortunately, you know, if you're in the weather, unless you can get him into short spaces and really get the screen game yep. going or something like that. I mean, it's the running game. They they shut down their running game for whatever reason in second half against the Bills. Crazy, right? And if they had kept going with that, you know, maybe we'd be having a different conversation this week. But, you know, I don't know if Mostert is going to be back. I'm, I'd assume he'd be back for this game. But a one-two punch of Mostert and Achan would be pretty good. If you can get those guys both going on the ground and Kansas City can't stop your run game, then they have a fighting chance, I think. Yeah. So, But that's the way that they'd have to do it. I don't think that you're going to go high-flying 70-point offense through the air this week in Kansas City in freezing temperatures. 
If they wanted to do that, Kansas City has a really great pass defense, right? They have a couple of young corners. McBride is one. I never know yeah. the other one. The other one's better than McBride. He played well all season. The run game is is going to be huge, but Pacheco's good as well. But you got to have Moser. Yeah. I think the update for Moser was limited in practice today. So it's not terrible news, but it's not good news. And he's huge, right? He, what did he lead the league in rushing touchdowns this year? Maybe the yeah. AFC if McCaffrey's up there, but had a had a, had a career year yeah. for Helped sure. In touchdowns. Oh yeah, you're AFC right. McCaffrey might be up there, but but I think he had like twenty. Well, I I benefited from every single one of them, so I <laughs> I was happy to have him, and I would be happy to see him play next week. Very sad for Dolphins fans if they lose this game. But moral of the story: it's going to be cold. Tua hasn't played well in the cold. Give me the Chiefs. I like it. <laughs> Next up, we have Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland at Houston. Cleveland is two and a half point favorites despite being on the road. This is the everybody's paying Deshaun Watson bowl. Who do you have in this one? Ooh, I didn't even think about the Houston angle on Deshaun Watson. Here's the thing about this game. Houston's defense is pretty legit, but not very legit. So the, <laughs> this is how I describe <laughs> it, right? So they have given up. 4,334 passing yards, which is 24th in the league, 7.7 yards per catch, 29th in the league. Now they have the ultimate bend don't break defense because they have allowed the fewest receiving touchdowns at 17. And if you remember last time, three weeks ago, a month ago, when Houston played Cleveland, Amari Cooper had the game of the year for a wide receiver going off for 220, 230 two touchdowns, whatever it was, it was fantasy heaven for anybody who had Amari Cooper. And to stop a guy twice is a lot easier than stopping him once, right? You see the film. I don't think Amari Cooper is going to do that again. I don't want to pick against Cleveland, so I'm going to take Cleveland here. But playing them twice, I expect a very close game, low scoring game. Now, I have trivia for you, John, and we'll do it after our game picks. But CJ Stroud, rookie quarterback, making his first playoff start against the best defense in the NFL. That's all that I had to say to pick the Browns. Yeah, you kind of stole my thunder there. I think the matchup is CJ Stroud versus the Cleveland defense. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's Jim Schwartz. You know, I don't, I don't see that going. I mean, CJ Stroud is awesome and he's going to make plays off schedule, but that's how you're going to have to do it. You're not going to be able to dink and dunk on the Cleveland Browns defense. So CJ Stroud is going to have to do his best Josh Allen impression to get this one done. And I, I don't really see that happening. I like Cleveland. They're, they're a wagon right now. This could be a game just like the Bills playoff game when they played Houston in Allen's sophomore year. I could see a lot of similarities to that game. And if anybody's bored, they should watch that game back. If you're bored this weekend yeah. before the Bills game, you want something to watch. If you're comfortable you to, you to get wanna, into you, your feelings. You want to feel a little pain before the joy of victory on Sunday. If you can stomach it. Yeah, I don't know if I could. I was at a wedding during that game. And uh, needless to say, I wasn't really paying attention to the wedding. Uh, the Rams at Detroit is the next one. Brandon, this is a juicy matchup. Yes, All the storylines going on. Sunday, 8 o'clock. Sunday, 8 o'clock. Sunday football. Yep. So, All right. Sorry, I didn't actually put these in order then. No, that's okay. It was okay. higher up on my ESPN feed because you have it favorited and we share an ESPN account yep. for certain things. Yep, yep. that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, this is a huge game. My boy, Matt Stafford, coming back to Detroit. They have played once before, and I have their stats here. It didn't go well for the Lions. Game was in 2021, so we're not looking at Dan Campbell's superstar team. The Lions were 0-7 at the time. And the Rams were six and one Rams pulled out 28, 19 victory, but Matt Stafford on the day, 
went 28 of 41, 334, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, hit a 60 yard bomb, took one sack. Jared Goff, two interceptions, one touchdown. I'm going to take the Lions to win because I'm not going to pick against them in the first round. But I expect a a hell of a game. And I expect Lions fans to cheer for Matt Stafford. They better be cheering for Matt Stafford after all he did for Detroit. And it's going to be sad to see him bounce because I do like him. But this is Detroit's Detroit's year. I was reading somewhere that they want to... It could be a letdown game for Detroit. They get all the way here and and let it down. There's no way they're going to let down in front of all those fans in Ford Field after the wagon that they had of a season. So I go back and forth on which narrative I want to... you know, Because Dan Campbell's going to have his guy's ready for this game. Definitely. Ultimate motivator. They're going to be ready to play. I could also see the case where Matt Stafford, Puka Nakua, and not Tyler Higby, maybe, I mean, maybe Tyler Cooper Higby, Cub. but um, Cooper Cub, thank you, could light up this Lions pass defense for sure. So I think this one could be high scoring too. It's in a dome, yeah. two good passing offenses, two passing defenses that are not top of the league. I'm going to take Detroit because I really can't pick against them, like you said, in the first round of the playoffs, but... I don't know. Three points and they could still win and not cover that spread too. So my prediction, I'm tempted. I'm, I'm tempted to take the Rams, but I, I can't stomach rooting for that. No. My, my prediction for this game is 34, 31 lions and Matt Stafford leads a drive with three minutes to go. Lions get the ball back, come down and, and win it. So go lions. All right. Well, that's going to make for a great TikTok clip uh, if that actually happens. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have another storyline. I forgot about this one in our last episode. Green Bay at Dallas. This is Mike McCarthy facing his Ooh. old team. What you what say you in this? You know, you, we kind of spoiled it earlier when we were talking about bets that we wanted to do for this weekend. So I'll, I'll go first because it's already kind of spoiled. I thought that this was this was going to be my upset pick. Me too. But yeah. I think it's it's really easy. You hear guys like Dan Orlovsky talk about this matchup. And a lot of stars align in this matchup as far as the the Green Bay passing offense versus the Dallas defense. They do things that Dallas's defense isn't necessarily good at. So give me Green Bay. Seven and a half points is a lot. I really like having those extra points. I'm with you, John. I said it earlier, right? I was thinking for Brando's bets, take this game straight up. It's plus 35, I think, or plus 235 odds for Green Bay. Yeah. But this is the thing. So every year, if you have a good fantasy team, you usually have one or two acquisitions midseason that get you there, right? So whatever, whatever it could be. Last year, I picked up George Kittle and he, Tony Pollard, and they took me to the playoffs. This year, Trevor Lawrence was my quarterback and I scooped Jordan Love at week eight, maybe. And since week eight, he has ranked first in yards, second in touchdowns and passer rating, and third in completion percentage. So this guy has balled out. Have you watched his highlights? Have you watched any of his highlights? I have, yeah. These, this dude's Crazy. putting the ball exactly where he wants to. And it's it reminds me of watching Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball sometimes. You see him moving around, and he, he puts these balls in a little window that nobody else can catch him, whether it's on the sideline, on a deep out route, in the end zone. It's really cool to see but i've been i've been tuned into jordan love with him as my fantasy quarterback so i'm not counting him out this is again first time in the playoffs for him against a tough dallas defense but i hate dallas so give me the points they could lose in a heartbreaker that could do some magic but give me the packers and the points this next one is one that i kind of went back and forth on taking the points or not philly at tampa bay You'll remember a couple of years ago, Tom, the year that Tom Brady won the Super Bowl, this was also the wild card matchup. This was a young Jalen Hurts who was one year away from being ready. This was the year before Philly went to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and made that ascension. So this is two years ago. 
So now the rematch, like the, the Padawan has become the master and obviously Tom Brady's gone, but uh, Baker Mayfield stands where he once stood. Philly is favored by two and a half. What do you think Ooh. of this spread? Wow. That's small. It is. I, I like, I, I, if that was like three and a half, four and a half, I think I would have taken Tampa Bay. So I, I, I got to put Philly down because I think they get it turned around all this talk around Nick Sirianni possibly getting fired. I think the team galvanizes around him kind of like the bills did with Sean McDermott, but they're, they're also the team with lots of playoff experience here. Obviously Tampa two years ago and last year have playoff experience too, but I don't know. What do do you think? This is tricky. I am looking at the game logs of this season and the Eagles beat the Bucks in September, early on end of September, 25 to 11. AJ Brown had a very good game and DeAndre Swift had a very, very good game. But did you see Jalen Hurts' finger? Yeah, he's got a finger issue and uh, A.J. Brown's got an ankle, you said, right? Uh, I think A.J. Brown's knee is messed up. So I'm looking that up right now. But the injuries are, I think they're going to be too much. We've talked about it. It's hard to beat the same team twice. And when you have players go off like that, A.J. Brown, 9 for 131. DeAndre Swift, 16 for 130. Jalen Hurts threw two interceptions. And... White had a quiet game on 40 yards on the ground. Mike Evans, 60 for a touchdown. Give me Tampa here. Upset alert. Eagles are off the rails right now. If you are in Philly's locker room, I read a quote the other day. They said it was so hard to keep the leaks from sneaking out of the locker room. You know, they talk about Nick Sirianni kind of losing some guys here and there. And there was a player, I don't remember the player and I don't remember the team that he played for previously, but it was not a big market like Philly. And he said his previous team, everything was hush hush. There was never a leak ever, but he said in Philly stuff just kind of gets out because there's so much coverage. And when you have all these comments to reporters and you're talking all the time, you never, you know, you kind of get tripped up. Sometimes you might forget something. You might say something that you're not supposed to. But these things matter. Eagles are off the rails right now. Give me Tampa upset in the NFC and the points. Tampa and the points. I like it. I was so close to taking that. I mean, I guess I, I got to stick to my guns with Philly, yeah. but so close to taking that. That's probably the pick that I feel least confident yeah. about on this entire sheet. So I wouldn't put cash on it. I wouldn't bet my money on it, <laughs> but I'm going to take them for free here. I'm going to make that yeah. my game pick. Here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Matchup of the week. Next up again, Sunday at 1 p.m. Buffalo is favored by 10 at home against Pittsburgh. Are you taking the bills to cover that spread or is this the road double digit underdog? Will you abandon your rules for no. your own high flying powerful give the, team? Give me the 10 points. All right. I've been burned so much by this stupid rule. Give me the 10 points. The bills are going to win by nine. I'm going to say it here. They will make it a two score game. It'll be uncomfortable, but you know, Pittsburgh will get one. They'll get in there. Even if it's a 21-14 game or 23-14, I like that better. Oh, that's, yeah, 23-14 is nine points. I'm doing the math in my yeah. head. So I'm looking back at the last few times you've picked against the Bills. Last one, I don't think any of the any of your picks against the Bills have hit since Cincinnati. Since they played Cincinnati in week nine. Okay. Since then, since then, I mean, you've gotten burned like by the bills like I have. Yeah. Uh, since then, you picked the Jets to cover the spread and they didn't Stupid. and Dallas to cover the spread and they didn't. Fair enough. Well, so 10 point road underdog in bad weather. Again, the bills could dominate this game and win by nine. Yeah. So I think you absolutely could be in that situation. Yeah. This could be nine to zero, just like the freaking Tampa Bay game last week. 
which was really frustrating to watch if you had Mike Evans anytime TD in your bet slips. But yeah, I, I'm obviously going Buffalo. I got rules are rules. Got to stick to them. It's a big spread, but I think that there is a big disparity between these teams. It'll just be as long as the best version of the bill shows up or at least, you know, 75%. Yeah. yeah. 75% of the bills show up. I think they will be good here. So uh, I think it'll be a party. I said that to you earlier. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I want this to be fun all the way through. No stress. Get up by 10 and cruise and let them, you know, let it battle out a little bit, but win the game. Yeah. Also, just to recap our records last week, Pat has pulled off the 6-0, and followed up by an 0-6 oh. special again. That's incredible. <laughs> this man swings scripted. back and forth. Like, no, this is not scripted. Also, so part of this is he sent me only four picks and all of them lost <laughs> because uh, by the time he sent me his picks, two games had already been played on Saturday. So not a full miss on the slate there, but Pat keeps... But the only thing that beats Pat is Pat. He's kind of like Josh Allen in that way. <laughs> And uh, you and I both went three and three to stay level. Pat, after going 0 and 6, I have caught back up to him. So we are tied at 55 wins and you are four ahead at 59 wins. So I have the ability to make up a maximum of two. Yeah, because Philly and Pittsburgh, we pick different. Or Philly, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, Pittsburgh. So those are game picks. Game picks are brought to you by Small City Realty. If you're looking to buy, sell, or manage property in Western New York, contact Zach Corzillis at Small City Realty. 585-409-1088. 585-409-1088. That's 585-409-1088. And we'll be right back with some Brando's bets. So stick with us. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge... That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a... 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. We just talked about it. A 10 point road underdog for Pittsburgh. Bills are minus 500 on the money line. Who are you going to take? Double digit road underdogs? Home favorite? You tell me, you decide. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code NABP. New customers can bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus 
bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code NABP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, which is 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Time for Brando's Bets. Financial advice, please gamble responsibly. Brando's Bets. Brando's Bets. Brando's Bets. The whole world of Buffalo Bills fans was disappointed. Josh Allen did not get a chance to tie or pass OJ Simpson last week with the rushing touchdown. And we did have goal line touches. I thought not even giving him a carry. I wish they would give Josh Allen shotgun carries five wide, run it up the middle, spread everybody out. I like the tush push for certain situations, but you should mix it up. The Eagles do the tush push so well, they clear it by three or four yards. And when the Bills do it, I feel like they're barely scraping by. I know they were yeah. 22 of 30 or 22 of 23 for picking it up, but now they're 22 of 24 because they missed that one on Sunday against the Dolphins. So that interception in the end zone, I was really hoping they would call that a run play, you know, three yards out, get them the touchdown, but it did not happen. So we took the loss, which means we are coming back with a strong two legger this week. Looking for the bounce back again. Now, we just talked about it. I put it in the DraftKings read. The Bills are minus 500 money line home favorites this week. The two versus the seven seed. The seven has never knocked off the two seed in this playoff format. So I have the Bills on the money line. That's my first leg of the parlay. Next part of this parlay, we are going to Detroit and we are looking at a Matt Stafford revenge game. His line right now is over one and a half touchdowns passing against Detroit. Not a strong pass defense. The guy is coming to a city that he gave it his all for and played one playoff game, I think, for Detroit. Ended up losing to the Cowboys and maybe one more to the Saints. Maybe he played two. I'm not sure. You have to check that. But nothing exciting. Did not win a playoff game. I know that's a fact. That's for sure. So Matt Stafford coming back in Detroit, loaded with weapons, flush with weapons. Puka Nakua, rookie wide receiver, record holder for yards now. Cooper Cup, former, you know, what do you want to call it? Did he win the triple crown receptions, yards and touchdowns as a wide receiver a couple years ago and just flush with weapons. So two touchdowns does not seem crazy for Matt Stafford in Detroit. I said it earlier, this game could be 34, 31, 28, 27, you name it, it's going to be a high scoring game. Matt Stafford's going to be good for two touchdowns in Detroit. I feel very, very confident in that. And his line, minus 145 for that. You parlay that with the Bills game and you get pretty juiced up. You get to be plus 102. So you're in the plus money for that parlay for Brando's bet of the week. Again, it's not financial advice, but Matt Stafford back into Detroit and the Bills to knock off the Steelers at home in Wild Card Weekend gives you some fun Wild Card Weekend action. I like it. I hope I like it too on Monday. <laughs> right. Right. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully they don't screw up too much karma by taking the Bills money line. That's something I never do personally. I is, uh, I don't like doing it either. Usually it's not enough odds to take it. And the spreads are kind of crazy for Bills games these days. 
we are not in 2020 anymore where the bills were disrespected going into the season. So right. we have to live with it and we make do, but that's what we got. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a fun weekend of games, you know, obviously no more uh, red zone, only one more game on at a time, but uh, it's playoff football. I'm excited. What, what matchup do you think you're most excited to watch besides the bills matchup? And I'm going to take Detroit out of there. Too, ah, I, that, that, I was, that was going to be that. your second answer. Uh, Kansas city, Miami, the, Biggest rivals for the Bills right now, probably those two teams putting the weather in as a factor. I think it's funny. They were talking about moving the game. I just, you know, like little violin right here <laughs> when we played. That in, sounded like a little chainsaw. Well, somebody's going to get chainsawed <laughs> out of the playoffs after that game. But nice. you know, we, we watched that Colts game. You could not see across the field. You could not see the other side of the stadium. You could barely see the Colts players on the field and when we were in the historical cold josh allen threw the greatest game of all time at everybody watching so i think they'll make yeah it. i think also it's it's not about playing conditions because the nfl loves the snow game first yeah. of all it's Everybody's about you know yeah it's about safety of people going to and from the game yes. I, I feel like is, is where it's at you know same thing with the extreme cold in buffalo but the, the reason why the Bills games have been moved in the past is because you literally can't get to the stadium. You can't like, get out of your house. It's, you, you, it's not going to happen. Yeah. You have to clear so, your chimney from 10 feet of snow so carbon monoxide doesn't build up in your house. Right. That's yeah, that's what we're yeah. talking about when the Bills move games. Yeah. So we'll see if they do it. I, I haven't seen anything official. I've just seen a bunch of Dolphins fans saying that they should move it to Indianapolis. And uh, of course... <laughs> You know, I think the line would move three or four points if that were the case, Probably. if we were to move to Indianapolis. But yeah, I don't you, know. Yeah, I think you have to. You either, you're the NFL, you mandate every team to have a dome or you play a game like this. What about you? Yeah. What are you looking forward to watch? Uh, well, my first choice probably would have been that one, but I want to see Cleveland Houston. I think yes. that one will be pretty exciting. Also green Bay Dallas will be good, but I think Cleveland Houston takes the cake. Cleveland is, is like, they're, they're kind of likable right Definitely. now. They, they really are. I mean, like I, I never liked Joe Flacco when he was playing for the Ravens, but now all of a sudden he hops on a plane and he just looks like this. He was not this version want, of himself in Baltimore. Right. Yeah. He know. just, lo- he looks like a, like a, he was a retired dad, you know, he's just chilling out and then he's, he's got the uncle Rico vibe, you know, yes. it's like Kyle Orton coming you yeah. know, back to play at his, you That's know, a very good comp. Sl- not running around, just slinging it from the pocket and doing exciting things. And obviously he's doing a lot better than Kyle Orton did, but, uh, you know, a lot that's, that's the vibe that I pick on that. That's why I like them yeah. right now. So, and also I, it's just crazy. I, I, you remember watching the game earlier this year that, uh, Cleveland, when they lost their running back, uh, Nick Chubb, yeah. the entire attitude of that fan base, everyone on the broadcast was like, Oh man, like, sorry guys, but your season's over because at that point he was the best thing that they had going for yeah. them. I mean, it's, it, hardly ever happens that a team picks up a quarterback midseason and all of a sudden they're as good as they are yeah. like this it's got to be historic i don't have any stats to to look at for that but it's crazy it is crazy so. and it, i'm i'm rooting for the lake erie teams right first time ever in nfl history all three teams are in the playoffs it's exciting for anybody in this part of the world to see this rust belt come through for us so yeah. well, did you see the uh did you see the graphic that the the bills posted it was a graphic underwater. It was like an AFC playoff logo or something like that, halfway underwater. And it was like first time. Yeah, they were posting exactly that, right? First time that all three Lake teams surrounding oh, cool. Lake Erie have made the playoffs in the same year. Did not see that. And uh, 
the water was very clear in that graphic, and uh, I was like, "That's that's not Lake Erie well, water right there." That, well, let me that stop you. Let Mi- me stop you. Let it, me stop you. It might you. be Lake Mich- Lake Michigan water. It could be Lake Michigan water. As but. a Great Lakes connoisseur myself, Lake Erie is very clear, especially in harbors. The Great Lakes in this area. The only reason that they get murked up, Lake Erie is so shallow and it has some sandy spots, whereas Lake Ontario is much more rock based and the, the sand kind of gets tossed up with these winds that we get in Buffalo and that kind of murks it up a little bit. But if you find a day and it's nice out and it's not rocking with waves, you can see the bottom from 15 to 20 feet, which is makes fishing super interesting because you have to be super finesse with your, your lures. You know, don't get me started on this smallmouth fast fishing <laughs> capital of the world right here on Lake Erie. Oh, I, d- I, d- I did not mean to bring up anything. Yeah, I was just, yeah. Uh, don't hate on the water. There might be mercury, but just, you can't see it. There's no plumes of mercury in this water. It's clear as day. I just said murky, not, not mercury. I know I'm saying mercury cause there is mercury in the water. You can only <laughs> okay. eat like 30 walleye a month out of it, but it, you can, uh, you can see the bottom sometimes. So that's hilarious. Yeah. That's so funny. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this one. You guys know where to find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and, uh, you know, whatever farmers only at not buff podcast. And, uh, yeah, we've been putting some video content up, so go check us out again. That's at not buff podcast. And, uh, we don't ask for this very often, but if you are listening to the podcast and you want to like, like subscribe to our stuff, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's also at not buff podcast where we post some video content and, uh, yeah, leave a review on Buffalo rumblings. If you like our show, we're, uh, we're having fun getting through this part of the season. Or if you don't Hopefully like it, you want to yeah, or if you don't like it, yeah. tell us too. People, people have done that before. Yes. And, uh, like in a lot of words. They use yeah. a lot of words. No, to there have been some long like reviews before. It, it's been a second, but uh, yeah. So I forgot about that. I appreciate all you guys listening. And uh, hopefully we're talking next week about a Bills win and, yes. and looking forward to the road to the Super Bowl. Four more, right? Just, Just remember when it's zero degrees and there's 40 mile an hour winds out there, where else would you rather be than right there, right then? Yeah. Yeah. That, really, that sounded good. Really, yeah. It kind of comes <laughs> off the tongue well. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. Go Bills. Bills. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.